Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am here bright and early this morning, Kevin Pinkle in Chicago, joined here by my co-host. Hello, everybody. I am Ryan, the Japan hobbyist out of the Tokyo area of Japan. All right, all right, all right. So, um little bit of a just me and you episode today. We're going to go through some things that are going on as well as a nice little topic we got for you. Um, you want to start us off by giving us what happened this last weekend? Yeah, so um, in Japan there was the uh, God of Pioneers tournament, which is something that they hold. I want to say it's like every two or three months now. Uh, they also do like it for every other format, but uh, this was... Um, uh, pioneer and I actually had signed up to go and then COVID cases went from 80 to 800 to 2000 to 4,500. I'm just like, yeah, it's not a good idea, but mm-hmm. en- enough people went out. The event fired. We have a top eight and a top 16. So I thought, hey, you know, Hey, what, let's talk about what decks, you know, did well in this event. Yeah, so we're going to talk about those uh, that event, just to kind of go over the what was big on it. We're going to go over a couple other big um, happenings recently, as well as go over the meta a little bit. But the, the topic we also want to talk about, just I want to introduce it all at the beginning here. Um, we had the idea of talking a little bit about Mirror Breakers. So uh, it was something I noticed this last weekend while watching a lot of coverage of the um, PTQ, mm-hmm. is that you know, I was seeing a lot of mirror matches, and I was thinking, like, hey, you know, what what are some mirror breakers in Pioneer? So what are some cards that, when a deck is popular, especially when a deck is briefly popular, you know, something suddenly becomes very popular from being not popular, uh, when those things happen, what are the cards that are very important in the mirror match? Because you know, we always think about, like, hey, what is your cards to be control? What are your cards to mm-hmm. be combo? What are your cards to be aggro? But what needs to always be thought about is like, hey, you know, other people will be playing this deck too. What are the most important cards in the matchup? Or what are some additional cards you could bring in that are specifically great against that same deck you're playing? So um, that's kind of what we want to look at. So we are going to kind of go over this meta update as well as these result updates. And we're just going to keep an eye on that as we're going through some of these lists of uh, talking about, hey, what, what were uh, things to look out for or if this deck pops up in the future. Uh, Let's talk about Mirror Breakers. Yeah, and I was, I was especially going to say, uh, with uh, all of the um, you know, big events that are going to be happening in the near future, this is a very uh, kind of important topic to go over. Um, just because there's going to be a lot more people playing in paper, you're going to see a lot. Uh, we've, we've talked before about how like the metagame's a little bit different online, even though you know you will see a lot of uh, mirrors on there. Mostly, though, I, I think they'll be like stuff like Phoenix on there but i think in paper you're going to see a lot more other things so hopefully we, we go into depth today about all of the possible matchups that you would see at a paper tournament <laughs> you know what i mean uh, see i was almost thinking online is is bigger because when you do get these kind of flash in the pan decks you know something does very well in an event a few people try it out and realize it's extremely strong you'll get a huge number of people flocking to the deck before people can figure out what are the decks that beats it um, so I felt like we saw that this weekend yeah. at the PTQ with Boros Heroic, um, which I think was one of the most popular decks mm-hmm. in that event, despite being a relatively new deck to the format um, as far as popularity. Yeah, and and I also felt like we saw this um, several weeks ago when Black White Vampires really took off. 
it was enormous how much of the meta share it had. Like for one week, it was like 40% of a big event. Uh, and I feel like that kind of flexibility is much more possible in online than it is in paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have things like rental services where you can completely swap out your deck. On that topic, I do also want to mention, you know, Pioneer is the event for monotraders right now. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't already, uh, it's it's free to join. Um, the prizes are better if you're already a monotrader subscriber. Uh, or I think if you join now, uh, I, I don't know the exact details on that, but um, it, it's a basically a free tournament online. You get to play with a lot of great players. Um, a lot of people are doing it. And, that, that, you know, any anytime you can go ahead and play some Pioneer, definitely a place to be. And there will be... I'm sure we'll be covering the results of the main event of that later. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, let's start off uh, talking about these results from uh, Hallelujah um, this last weekend in Tokyo. Uh, top eight. Do you want to read them off or should I? Oh, I, I love reading off. Uh, ooh, well, uh, let me make sure I've got the results in English here. Sure, I'll go ahead and read them off. Is this an order the way you listed it? Because uh, They're not the in order. The... Yeah, I just posted what I read. Um, okay, let, let me see if I can get them in order. Because I think, you know, they just post the oh. top eight. They don't have, like, who finished um, in the top eights. I think we have a champion here. Uh, I'm looking at the Hallelujah website. So, actually, there was 156 people at this event, which is pretty good considering how many uh, people probably canceled due to the uh, COVID or didn't go because of the uh, COVID cases. Um, mm-hmm. But the winner was White Blue Control. And okay. uh, Rakdos Beautiful. Arcanist was the finalist. So it was, it was them in the finals. All right. So other than that, it looks like we had a Bant Spirits, another Bant Spirits, Mono Blue Spirits, that Tempo Deck we've been seeing, a Just Guy Ascendancy, Mono Red Aggro, and Just Guy and Soul. So that's that's pretty uh, a decent spread. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as unusual decks there, you know, that Mono Blue Spirits isn't that common. I haven't seen that much Bant Spirits. So, you know, the popularity in the top eight is pretty high here. I do also want to say that Black Red Arcanist has kind of dropped off online from what I've seen, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. Um, this mono red list, I think I want to quick jump into just to see if I can see exactly what that looks like, because um, that online, you know, what I've been seeing has mostly been that slightly bigger red, you know, more of the Chandra's and uh, kind of like the 12 Eidolon effect decks. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the one that did well. Actually, no, this no, this is the one actually, is actually more burn. Okay, so yeah, it's a mixed burn. It's got an extra one drop with the. It's playing the wizard one drop. It's playing a slightly more burn spells as you play with fire, lightning strike, spirit yeah. critics, um, and it has a mix of both of the Chandra. Yeah. So less of the Eidolon effects, but uh, a lot of burn effects here. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, mono red, and I I do want to say that it was uh, in soul, but I believe it was the Jeskai version that I've talked about before on here. Which uh, is splashing, hmm. um, you know, red. I'm just looking at the list right now, and uh, you know, white gives you like ingenious smith and stuff like that. But this splashes Bomat Courier, so you can, uh, you know, pop that and, and grab more cards from it. Um, it also has Shrapnel Blast, which you said is always kind of a fun card in, in those types of deck. So it gives you a lot of those powerful effects, as well as you know. Yeah, that's interesting. The they lose Ginger Brute, which I always thought was nice to have evasion. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just have a vendetta against Bomat Courier for no reason, <laughs> but uh, I do miss the um, the Ginger Brute in this list. So yeah, that's another unusual one. Um, that's not currently a very popular deck. Maybe that's to your advantage if you're a fan of Insol right now, is that 
there is not that many people playing in Seoul, so you're probably going to see less things that are trying to hate in Seoul. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're not seeing all of the enchantment and artifact hate in the sideboards right now. Um, maybe not the worst time to play it if you wanted to pick that deck up. Um, I, I, you know, I haven't fully analyzed what it's good or bad against, but just top of my head. I'm kind of surprised that um, Control won it all. Um, but I guess, you know, we said it before, like once the format settles down, uh, Control usually takes control basically and sorry maybe that's not the best way to describe it but (laughs) what you're trying to say is that control is always better in a developed meta because it can target hate against certain decks um and i see a little bit of this here let me see so so with the control decks recently what i really would look at is like what they're using as their removal spell so this one is not using the oh what is the one that gives it a clue um uh the uh, instant one you mean the, fateful absence yeah yeah F- fateful absence i'm not seeing in this list um so that is they're instead using the uh azorius mm-hmm. charm and one seal away one detention sphere um so that's a that's okay i guess that's trying to say that they're targeting probably slower decks mm-hmm. um you know, you don't want to have the fateful absence if you're worried about playing against matchups where you're going to be giving your your opponent card advantage. I see a handful of Narset, yeah. a handful of Teferi, all of that's pretty stock. So the rest of it's you know reasonably stock. I, I don't see a memory deluge. That's also surprising, um, but you know decent decent amount of anti aggro and yeah, you know fairly stock list. Uh, nothing nothing here too crazy. Um, hey, let let's take a look here and bring make hit our main topic for the first time is uh control mirrors yeah any idea what you think would be good control mirror breakers well i mean i would i would say mystical dispute and um yeah dovin's veto you know those those are things that are great in the mirror because it's it's going to come down to being a counter spate uh counter spell battle and i would also say a whole break horror in the sideboard is a good breaker I also see a what is it, Nizumi something of tides. Yeah. Um, as far as a, <laughs> you know, as far as a control win con, I think that one's going to be tough for other control decks to answer. So I, I do agree. Um, we're probably going to bring it up a lot that Mystic Dispute is always a nice one. Mm-hmm. So not only is it just you know good against blue decks, you're probably playing it anyways. You're probably bringing it in anyways. One of the reasons why it's important is that with your control mirrors, you're going to want the cheaper counter spells so that you can double spell better than your opponent can. Uh, and that's probably going to come up a lot. So they've only got one in the sideboard. I actually think that's, you know, may- maybe not vulnerable, but it's on the lower side. I've certainly seen more than that. I've also seen there are decks that can main deck Mystic Dispute. Um, the other one that I was going to say can always be nice is, uh, what is the Elhamaret, is it? Oh, the, or, No, the, uh, Sphinx of the Final Word okay. is what I'm thinking of. Sphinx of the Final Word is probably the, the, the biggest flyer that can't be countered. I can and... think of. Yeah, it, you know, it's like hexproof can't be countered, mm-hmm. and um, well, like nothing you have can be countered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time, but yeah, that that's definitely a good card to have in the mirror, and that could show up later. I was gonna say, uh, it's it's not really in the sideboard, but Narset is actually really good uh, in the mirror as well, stopping your opponent from drawing. Whoever gets whoever lays a Narset down first, whoever gets the most card advantage is probably going to win whoever's going to have you know so i think the most there will counters. definitely be discussion of narset so narset i think for these white decks is a little bit difficult to deal with especially this one you know you're not playing any kind of faithful absence mm-hmm. um that makes it tough yeah so really they have to counter it or that's going to be trouble in this kind of blue white control that's definitely an issue mm-hmm. if you were running the dovin's veto 
Uh, not the you know the faithful absence mm-hmm. that, that would make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, although I guess I'm not sure how good you feel if they get a card off Narset and you faithful absence it either. Um, I do also want to say though, there's not that much straight card draw. Um, there are things like the opts, but you can play those. Or you, so the considers you can play on your opponent's turn. You can cycle on your opponent's turn. It's really just like plus into fairy, mm-hmm. and so the other thing missing from this list, I would say, is that they're not running a um guy reach sanitarium mm. yeah that's something i usually see in these lists and i think is very strong you know it, it's very common that you can get to the point where you find a lock with that or at least card advantage mm-hmm. yeah um so that's what i think that they should also be playing may- so may- maybe just a little behind and especially uh the other blue card um that uh, commit to memory i believe they are running one of those um as far as commit to memory i, I do think i prefer that slot being a single memory deluge mm-hmm. but I can understand it, um, but as far as a, a utility land, I think I would rather see a Kyrie Sanitarium. Okay. Uh, so you want to go through the rest of the deck list? Is there anything else you want to talk about in the top eight? Or let's take a look at these spirits lists, just because it did show up, and that's not quite as common. Um, anything here that we really want to call out as being different or new or exciting? Bant. So these Bant lists. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, wow, these bent lists, I see three and four uh, Skyclave Apparition. That's always the biggest kind of question mark is how many of those they're going to run. Um, that's kind of the advantage of Bant is that you're cocoing mm-hmm. in the Skyclave. And they get to play a little bit more of those, have interaction versus when Blue-White was more popular. Um, but, but that's a lot. No, normally, we, I feel like two is normally what I see in stock lists. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see, as far as new adaptations, a single Katilda in the top. Yeah list here and i think um and i see a i see a main deck counter spell in the uh the bottom one 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 lofty denial i mean i was going to ask this next like what kind of decks will you s- likely i mean here's the thing we're not going to go over every single deck and its mirror today we're, we're going to go over the decks that are the most popular that you'll most likely um see mirrors of like for example definitely i think if you're playing a spirits deck you're going to play some other form at a big tournament right Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're looking at like uh, mirror breakers and stuff, I like the Katilda. Um, it's just a one-off. There's no other life gain in any of the other decks aside from this. And you know, if you're both, if you both have the same things, this thing is going to be a house. It's going to be really hard to get rid of. There's like really no way to balance it. And if they don't, you know, spell queller it um, or like you know apparition it, then you know it's just going to win you the game. You know, it's going to break it wide open. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, other than that, you know, I see. I like to settle the wreckage. I've seen mm-hmm. that in the sideboard of a lot of these spirits lists. Um, that that's also going to be fine in an aggro mirror. Probably can take your opponent by surprise. So uh, that looks good to me. Would you say portable hole would also be good in the mirror? Yeah, I mean, I don't consider that a mirror breaker. No. That's just removal. Okay. Um, you know, it makes sense. Like, hey, I'm playing an aggro deck. I'm going to bring in removal. It's not like hey, I'm playing the mirror. Mm-hmm. Let's see who has thought of this card and brought in more of them yeah. and, you know you don't always have to beat your opponent like as far as building sideboards it's still smarter to play cards that are going to be good into multiple matchups mm-hmm. you're not going to be like oh i need to trick my opponent by having the one thing that beats their deck that no mm-hmm. one plays um but just just uh you know that's just kind of general advice and and we are just keeping an eye out for things um so let's talk about the mono red because i think that has been well, one of the most popular i was gonna say do you want to talk about the mono blue real quick uh, mono blue spirits uh you know that that's more of a fringe deck i think um if anyone hasn't seen this you know it, it is kind of the you know snow lands 
Um, it gets to play more one drop, so mm-hmm. it's got the the snow spirit on one. A few lords. I am happy that they're playing two of the adversary. Yes. I think that card's very good and underplayed. That could be um, a com- or a mirror breaker, maybe. What do you think? No, that's not a mirror okay. breaker. <laughs> I don't think so. That that's a card you're you're trying to play it against removal. So yeah, uh, you're not opponents. If you're somehow playing the blue mono blue spirits mirror, which would be very uncommon because it's not a common deck, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that that is what you're looking for. Okay. So, like you said, mono red. Um, you want to talk about this more burn centric version? Yes, and we've been seeing some variety there. So that's where I was saying is that what I've been seeing pretty common is you know probably you know they're usually on one or two of the one drops uh, and then a lot of the Eidolon effects. So mm-hmm. they're playing the new cemetery gatekeeper as well as Eidolon Great Revel and then Scar. What is it? Uh, Soul Scar. Soul Scar. Yeah, Soul Scar Mage. No. No, what is the three drop? Um, uh, this is tough. I'm looking at deck lists that are all in Japanese. Uh, the Skype Candlers are oh yeah yeah like yeah two main two sides something like that. So that's more of the Eidolon version. So are we gonna treat? Yeah. Are we gonna treat like if we're thinking of like the the red mirror? Could this still be just like a different variation? Could it be more of the burn effects? Could it be more of the Eidolon version? Could it be more of a mid range? Are we just gonna like lump those all together when we're talking about mirrors? I think when we're talking specifically about the mirror, I think yes, in that generally the winner is going to be whoever can kind of take the control mm-hmm. role and consistently answer all of their opponent's creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in, in the mirror, I would say that four mana Chandra is going to be a lot better than three mana Chandra yeah. because you're really going to be able to want to minus and kill something like a Torbran mm-hmm. or a Rampaging Frostodon, a Bonecrusher yeah. Giant. Um, those kind of things are going to be really important to answer. Um, you know, even Glorybringer in some of the versions, depending on how chunky they're going. So uh, in this top eight list, they have Chandra's Defeat, which actually was one of the cards I was going to kind of recommend as a uh, a mirror breaker for red decks. I think it's actually pretty good because it not only hits creatures, it also hits Planeswalkers. If you're, like you said, if Chandra is that mirror breaker, um, you know, you're playing four of those, Having a way to get rid of a Chandra or use it to get rid of some other big creature like a Torbron would be pretty good, right? So I think we're going to have to talk about whether this is better than another similar card. So Chandra's Defeat, if you guys don't know, it's a one mana red instant, deals five to a red creature or red planeswalker. Mm -hmm. And if that was a Chandra planeswalker, you can discard a card and draw a card, Um, which isn't a huge upside, but it's, you know, it's not nothing. Uh, really what's limited about this is that this is only playable against red cards specifically Mm -hmm. Um, so it is going to miss on a lot of things so you're putting the sideboard you're pretty much only looking at at the red deck you know this this player we were just saying this is a very popular deck right now is these various red decks having that in the sideboard is going to be really good Mm -hmm. in the mirror Um, comparatively maybe the slightly more flexible option would be red cap melee Um, so this one again popular this weekend it's one mana instant it deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker any creature or planeswalker um but if a non-red permanent is dealt damage that way you sacrifice a land um so sometimes you know sacrificing that land is worth it especially you know you're a burn deck you can probably give it up you you don't have a lot of high expensive cards Mm -hmm. it can be awkward but where this is nice um and where you know this is kind of the card that inspired me to want to talk about this topic is that you can play this against cards decks that are not purely red mm-hmm. so you could play this against something like the red white boat uh heroic deck which has red creatures but doesn't have just red creatures 
And if you end up having to fire it off on a white creature, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, you could also run this against Phoenix. So, you know, it kills the Phoenixes, it kills Drakes if they're still running them. But what's nice is that if you don't feel that bad killing a thing in the ice because it's just that important yeah. to kill thing in the ice. <laughs> and um, did yeah. you want to point out the Soul Scar interaction? Yes. So uh, I tweeted out about this as well. Um, I hadn't learned about this till this weekend where, like I said, it came up. If you have Soul Scar and Mage, a uh, Soul Scar Mage in play, Red Cap Melee does not deal damage. It puts minus one, minus one counters on permanents because that's how Soul Scar Mage works. So Red Cap Melee says, if a non-red permanent is dealt damage this way, you sacrifice a land. So what that means is that you can have Soul Scar Mage in play, cast Red Cap Melee, any creature, it won't put damage on, so you will not sacrifice a land. Mm. Um, so so it works It works in your, in your favor that way. Uh, I will also say with the Heroic version, uh, you can also, I've seen it where you can cast Red Cap Melee on your own um, oh, what is the one mana heroic creature? Uh, There's a couple, right? Hoplite? No. Uh, yeah, favorite hoplite. You can cast it on your own favorite hoplite. Um, it gives it a plus one, plus one counter, and it won't deal it damage because it prevents all damage. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll get a counter. You know, if it's like the last point of uh, damage you need, mm-hmm. just uh, a line to keep in mind. You'll never have to sacrifice a land for that. Okay. Um, while we're still in red, other than red cap and Chandra's defeat, anything else that you think could be like a good, you know, uh, uh sorry mirror breaker not combo breaker so let's talk real quick about peak eruption because i've heard it brought up a little bit but i don't think i've really seen it played Mm -hmm. so this one is um, five damage is three mana it's destroy target mountain it deals three damage to that land's controller um maybe this is less of a mirror breaker you know it's it's definitely intended to be another kind of mirror breaker card Mm -hmm. in that it's a red card that hates other red decks Mm -hmm. Um, where I think this card's really interesting in Pioneer is that Chain to the Rocks is a very popular card. Yeah, true. Um, so I, I've almost seen people... I've seen people talking about this card. I haven't really seen it played. Um, maybe it's less of a mirror breaker and more of something like if you're playing a red deck and you're going up against something like Ascendancy, their removal is likely Chain to the Rock mm-hmm. and they're very dependent on their mana. Mm-hmm. So if you could you know, blow up something like a Triome, take out three of their colors and get a creature back and you know really set them back plus it deals three damage to that lands control yeah yeah okay uh i was gonna say i was gonna say another thing that's kind of maybe a uh, a mirror breaker would be something like nizia mortars if you are playing like the more of the the uh how could i say uh eidolon build and you have a little bit more mana accessible you don't have to use something like anger of the gods that wipes your own cards um it's more mm-hmm. one-sided um could be a really big momentum swing just an idea i don't know if it's great but a thought um can we talk about one more as far as so we were mostly focusing on the mono red deck mm-hmm. but as far as the red white mirror um because i think that's Burn? also an important thing you know th- no so the the red white heroic. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, because that deck has been so popular. Uh, we talked about red cap melee. Let's talk about what else we can see or have seen in that deck that can make a big difference. Nah. Um, and, and the one that calls out for me is these definite mm. clarions that I'm starting to see mm-hmm. pop up in sideboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think early on those were not in the original list that we saw by I want to say Bilster was one of the first ones to really do well with this recently. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe if I go back, we saw some more people. Let me see. Just looking at who had results you know it's been doing well for a while um it just really popped up in popularity recently um but definitely clarion has now been kind of a staple on the sideboard you know that's you can 
time it so that your creatures survive, the opponents don't, and you get lifelink. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing can be a huge mirror breaker for uh, aggro versus aggro lists. Yeah. I've even seen some that play... Yeah, so yeah, that, that, that's you know, probably two to three copies of it I've even seen. I wonder if Settle the Record should be good as well as a mirror breaker. Or is that too That's too a much tougher ask, I think. You know, four mana is a huge amount mm-hmm. in this deck that's, you know, playing 18, 19 lands. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, I didn't go too deep on red-white um, just because it's still kind of too new. I wasn't sure if it was still like a flash in the pan or if it was, you know, actually like a meta contender that we have to, you know, that we'll see continuously, you know, for like the next few months. So, but if there's anything else you want to talk about, uh, considering that deck, uh, feel free. Well, I think we've touched on, you know, again, it's, it is mostly you're looking at those things that are good in like the aggro mirrors. Mm -hmm. Um, but there weren't a lot of other aggro lists around in the format. So having things like this popping up, it's really cool. And yeah, red cap melee, I think is one of the big ones. Uh, glad to see that card seeing play and definitely worth it in this deck. Okay. Um, if we're looking at this top eight still, you want to talk about Ascendancy Combo? This is probably a little bit more popular, I would say, than Black White. Or not Black White, Red White, Heroic. Um, I know it's getting Well, really I think they're comparable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- these are two, uh, I mean, I would say, I would say Red White Heroic was one of the most popular decks I saw this weekend mm-hmm. watching a lot of PTQ coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ascendancy is definitely, I think, it's funny, you know, it, it was back and forth for a while between this and Lotus, and I think that this is pretty strongly the the popular deck um, as far as the most popular combo deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had tweeted out what the top eight from that PTQ I was watching was. Let me see if I yeah, can... Yeah, I didn't uh, know there was a PTQ again, going on this weekend. Sorry. Yeah, big one. And there's uh, an event right now, too, that I would be watching if I wasn't recording this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, so we saw a Madness deck, a Humans deck, two, uh, so a white-green Humans deck, white-black Humans deck, red-white Heroic, red-white Heroic, Ascendancy, Jun Citadel, red-black mid-range. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we also saw an Ascendancy in the top eight of this, of yesterday's. I'm getting mixed up. That was a challenge. On MTG. Yeah, so very yeah. popular, very popular combo deck, and I think that it's made a little bit of improvement recently in that uh, the this so this this version that did well in Haruya, they've got the four Omnath. Mm-hmm. What I've been seeing mostly online is cutting that Omnath in favor of either additional dorks or some more interactive spells just to be able to do a little bit more with your deck. So the point there was that you know being less afraid of aggro. Aggro was on a big downturn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Boros Heroic popping up is going to uh, to change that for players, but um, really, you know, the life gain being less important, they're just better to have cards early rather than a four or five drop and be a little bit more all in on the combo because it, it is so consistent once you have it. So are we going to talk about uh, good cards that would show up if uh, we see a mirror of this? Uh, yeah, we could talk about Mirror Breakers. I don't think that the lit, you know, you're a combo list, you're pretty linear. I think that you're mostly trying to race your way mm-hmm. to the combo. Um, as far as looking at this specific list that we're seeing from Japan, you know, I'm seeing actually a fair amount of things that would be decent. You know, I see a Negate, I mm-hmm. see three Mystical Disputes, mm-hmm. I see two Light of Hope, which would be huge as far as taking out an opposing enchantment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a Narset. Yep, so Narset is it seems like they're yeah. more. F- I would say that they do seem somewhat focused on the mirror because they have answers to the mirror rather than answers to things like, you know, I don't see anything here that they would want to bring in against 
one thing big they'd want to bring in against uh, Lotus Combo, for example. So maybe they're expecting that Japanese players like Ascendancy more than Lotus Combo. Um, I was going to say, I don't know if you said it, Malevolent Hermit um, stops them from, from countering your combo and letting you go off. Because mm, once true. you have that's that fair. in play, you know it says your, your spells can't be countered. Uh, I was looking online at other uh, Ascendancy decks, and I think Harry 13, one of the people we have on, uh, was playing Silence. That, so that, that's the card I was yeah. going to bring up, is that, yeah, Silence is another good mirror breaker there, and I think that's something I've been seeing more popular. Uh, I, I want to say Island Go Sami uh, was running main deck Silences mm-hmm. in the list that top forward yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely somewhere that you can go with the deck. If you guys don't know, that's just an instant that says your opponents can't cast spells this yeah, turn. So you can just cast that on your combo turn and be able to uh, like ignore any kind of counter spells or <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> it resolves. And, and what's yeah. nice, what, what's always nice about these kind of combo lists, so back in the day, the Just Guy Ascendancy deck would happily main deck the um, Autumn Fail mm-hmm. because with Ascendancy, it's so easy to get rid of these junk cards or cast them and you know just have it count as a spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- this deck doesn't mind playing something that you know, there are matchups where silence will be pretty much dead because your opponent's just a, you know, some kind of aggro list. Mm-hmm. But being able to run that and have it for the matchups where you need it is really nice. And, you know, silence isn't terrible. You know, sometimes you can just, you know, your opponent doesn't have a board state. You can cast it on upkeep and they're all sorcery speed and you uh you take off that way. You know, something like vampires can almost be a time walk. I mean, jeez, oh, I'm just looking at these decks. It, I just love all of these cards that they're playing. I mean, not only ascendancy combo, but just overall, it's it's great to see. You know, cards like Silence. I never would have thought that would have seen any play. You know what I mean? Yeah, Meta's awesome. Got to tell you, <laughs> Pioneer's awesome. Makes me so excited. More and more guys. Excited. Did you know Pioneer's awesome? Yeah. We're here to tell you. We're, we're the first Pioneer's <laughs> podcast. We're here to tell you the Pioneer's awesome. Yes, guys. Just it's so awesome. <laughs> so. Did you want to talk a little bit about Lotus Field, since you kind of touched on it a little bit? Ooh, uh, I think briefly. As far as in the context of Mirror Breakers, you know, A, a lot of their sideboard is devoted to being a wish target mm-hmm. for their, their multiple wishes. Uh, there's not often, you know, there's also not a lot that hates on Lotus Field, so... I don't think I see anything in a stock list of Lotus Field that answers the opponents. Uh, I'm also not sure what you could play that... Would stop the opponent's lotus field, and not stop yours. Alpine so, moon. Uh, well, it's that uh, you wouldn't play an alpine moon in in lotus field. You could play it in lotus field as a one of. I've seen them as one ofs. I mean, I was checking out well, lists earlier because it's a target it opponents. Opponents, opponents okay, choose it, okay. say a name, and the opponent's lands lose that you know all abilities and become okay. Just that, okay, so. I guess you could run an alpine moon as a wish target. That doesn't sound bad. So alpine moon. Um, that is definitely a mirror breaker. If you're running an alpine moon, your opponent is not, and you're repeatedly wishing for it. Okay, yeah, here we go. I see Vicarat Pioneer Challenge twenty mm-hmm. eighth place on the ninth uh, is running a copy. Here we go. Uh, Fnoop three one in a prelim. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I saw uh, you know some people were playing Niv Mizzet Perun. You know whenever an opponent draws. Or it plays a spell, you draw a card. Whenever you draw a card, you deal damage. So that's kind of like anti... I mean, that's the one thing that you get with Lotus Field that you don't get with Jess guys, that you get uh, bigger mana quick, like quickly, more quickly, I think. So you can play like yeah, those bigger yeah. spells. Like this continuity stops their combo. That's kind of like a mirror breaker, I would say. 
you know, just end their um, turn. I don't think lists are playing discontinuity much, but discontinuity is usually used more for yourself. Yeah. Um, it's usually kind of a different list is, I don't think we've seen that in a while, but discontinuity can be used to, you know, you play your Lotus field mm-hmm. end your own turn. You don't have to sacrifice the lands. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that. So yeah, mystical dispute. We already talked about Nars that we already talked about. Uh, so yeah, those are the cards that I thought would come up in a Lotus field, um, uh, mirror, mirror match. Okay, so we, I think that covers most of the top eight. Do you want to go into the top 16 real quick? Uh, let me take a look at what was in the top 16. We had a couple, more diff- we had a couple different decks. So top 16, I see Just Guy Ascendancy. I see a Winota. I see a Vampires. Mm-hmm. I see an Esper Control, a Lotus Combo, Green Devotion, Blue Black Control. Is it Phoenix? Awesome. That's eight different uh, archetypes, and only one of them was in the top eight as well. well we haven't talked to phoenix yet you know, phoenix yeah so phoenix is a really important one uh so i definitely want to talk both phoenix and vampire i am interested that there is a lotus combo in here asper control is weird that's not a uh a popular mm-hmm. that's just that's japan for you yeah i just want a quick look at the is list it? to see um hey what happened in japan this weird weekend oh their main deck yorian <laughs> so it's a yorian so it's an esper yorian okay is what it is. yeah Esper yorian yeah, they don't name these decks well. You know what? This is, uh, you know, there's verse. some reasonable things going on here. I'm afraid you wouldn't get that much Yorian value, mm-hmm. which means going to the 80 cards is kind of awkward here. Okay. Lotus Field looks um pretty stock. Okay, so this is where you're saying there's a discontinuity in the main board. Uh, they are going with the, you know, Peer and Ultimatum version. That seems fine. Cool, cool. Uh, this mono green. Oh, okay. So I saw, um, this mono green deck is not good. I, I saw, uh, Tyrant was discussing this cause I know he's always a huge fan of storm the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this mono green list and they're playing storm the festival. They're also playing a lot of the planeswalkers. They are playing Kiora and Karn and Vivian and Nissa and Cavalier of Thorns and three main decks of the uh what's the six six guy the uh wolf guy you mean uh no the um Ferris? six six that draws a card or oh. or when it attacks you draw it draws a card or uh, uh elder gargaroth yeah, yeah, yeah. gargi gargi uh and then as far as cheaper things they've got two coarser and four troll and then the eight dorks mm-hmm. um so this is bad <laughs> and why i think this is bad is that Mono green has always been very tempo oriented. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, playing a turn three, turn four planeswalker, that deck is usually winning the game mm-hmm. just because they've gotten so much tempo. You know, they've got a nice big board, uh, and the planeswalkers really go over the top for it. Where they lose the deck is when, you know, the dorks get killed or they're just able to be held off a couple turns from being able to get any kind of planeswalker. And then these planeswalkers are very bad when you don't have already a board established. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cut all of their cheap stuff and they added a lot of expensive stuff. So I I don't think that's going to be any good at all. You know, if they get to the expensive stuff, it's going to be too late. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they cut the cheaper dorks, they cut the interactive voracious hydras, they cut the, uh, burning tree emissaries, which are one of the biggest ways to cheat Mm -hmm. on mana. And looks like they cut lands as well, because they're down to 21, which seems a little low. Maybe that's why they finished in, uh, 14th. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
do you want to just focus like on the the decks that you'll probably see a mirror match of? Because I don't think other people will be playing too many green devotion decks. Yeah, I shouldn't have focused as much as I did on that. Uh, let Let's go to. I mean, let's talk about Phoenix. Let's go back to Phoenix. Real let's quick. talk Phoenix. Let's definitely talk Phoenix. So I would say that anger is a good uh, mirror breaker. Uh, depending on whoever gets their Phoenix is out first. If your opponent gets the the nut draw and they play three Phoenix right away, and you have that one. Uh, anger in the main or even anger in the side that that is backbreaking against them if you can knock out like all their phoenix in one shot yep that can be a big thing is to be able to hit the opponent's phoenixes with your angers uh big deal there um again we talked about mystical dispute i don't know if it's as important you know i'm this is actually tough i probably should have played this matchup some um i've you know, tested a lot of Phoenix. I've played a lot of Phoenix because I test against it with a lot of new mm-hmm. decks. Um, I haven't played the mirror as much as I probably should because I, I don't main the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be a really interesting question here. You know, this list we're looking at from Japan doesn't have the Jaces in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. That seems like a huge mistake because um, those seem like one of the best cards for the deck. We're talking about um, the four mana Jace, right? Yeah, four yeah. mana Jace. So, you know, play with fires are also nice. Or not not play with fire. What's the new um, one that exiles? The new magma spray. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> it is a nice yeah. one. Uh, I was going to say Narset, uh, of course. Another great... Oh, yeah. Uh, a- absolutely Narset. You know, being able to stop your opponent from drawing cards is a big deal against these decks. You know, it, it's often a thing that, you know, decks do against Phoenix is that you'll play Narset and not even Minus because it's important to not be able to die to a single Phoenix swing. Hmm. As far as mirror breakers, you know, it's a tough question. And I think this is a matchup that maybe we should look into more. If anyone out there has played the deck a lot, yeah. would love it if you responded to the episode, uh, gave us some advice on what are the best mirror breakers in the Phoenix matchup. Yeah. Because I don't see anything here that seems super targeted. Um, I'm not positive how much of Mystical Dispute or Aether. I, mean, uh, dis- I was going to say, sometimes it probably just comes down to luck, right? It just comes down to whoever gets the combo off first. Well, I mean, it's not really a combo deck. It's going to be a grindy matchup, I think, either way. Whoever goes off first, sorry. Yeah, but I'm not sure how... If you want to bring an Aether Gust, I'm not sure if you want to bring a Mystical mm. Dispute. I assume you want Narset. Um, interesting to see where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to uh, Winota or uh, Vampires? Uh, let's go to Vampires. I think that's one of the most important ones because that was the other one where it was a very much a flash in the pan, it felt like, where it, it popped up to huge popularity almost out of nowhere so a lot of people were playing it against the the mirror without having really tested that and for me i think there's one card I, we'd even called it out previously as being hugely important and that's blood baron of Viscopa. yeah that is the one of the big reasons i mean i was looking online at this i mean i'm surprised that they, this one that made top uh 16 of the hallelujah god of frontier wasn't playing white black but I guess they weren't expecting a lot of the, um, how could I say, the mirror, which is why they're not playing mm-hmm. this Copa, because that's basically the main reason to play white-black, right? Well, it, the main reason is to play Edgar. Edgar is a very mm-hmm. strong card. It's a lot stronger than it looks. You know, we had a person on to do a Vampires episode not too long ago, and they were talking about it. Um, this is not a white-black Vampires deck, though. Yeah, this is mono-black, it says, but it. Okay. But but it's playing for Soren. <laughs> It's got silver. I mean, it's all vampires. It's still vampires. 
Okay, this is nonsense. Uh, let, let's not talk about that deck right now okay. just because we want to talk about the, the Vampire's deck. But there is um, a card in there that I thought would be a good Mirror Breaker. Wait, so, What did you think would be a good Mirror Breaker? Blood Vile Purveyor, the new 5-6 Flying Trample for 4 mana. That's uh, something yeah, I mean, you can cheat it, in. and I mean, <sighs> it's just going to blow away everything else in your opponent's... Um, uh, in your opponent's... Uh, vampire deck here's the thing here's the thing you know what's way better than that is kalidus and they're not running that yeah yeah kalidus but kalidus um, is that a, is that actually a combo breaker though in sure i mean absolutely if you can go kalidus and fatal push on like turn four or turn five that's going to completely you know that, that's a two for one mm-hmm. like a huge two for one especially if you can get something like an edgar yeah okay okay so blood baron uh Mirror Breaker, yes, but you know if you have two of those going against each other in play, that's kind of hard to get rid of, right? Well, hey, that's why you need to run three, three Blood Barons. Get them all in play. Um, Do whatever you want. Like I said, I like Blood Vile just going over over their heads because there's not a lot of people that are playing Flyers. In uh, uh, don't play Blood Vile. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's it's an idea. So okay. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything else uh, that can really break the the, the mirror in the uh uh the decks the uh hmm. i mean would you say like mirthless uh, soaring the mirthless is a i do think soaring the mirthless as the card advantage is going to be important when you're a mirror mm-hmm. of this kind of matchup um you know not everyone's running them i think right now and i think it is that important just the the card advantage that you're going to see over the course of a very long grindy game is going to be big I want to point out one more card that was in this mono black uh, vampires deck, which is Witch's Vengeance. A lot of people have been playing Crippling Fear, which is good against non, um, you know, vampire decks. But if you run up against the mirror, Witch's Vengeance is the three mana. All creatures of the same type get minus three, minus three. Of course, it kills your vampires too. But if you're playing the bigger vampires, maybe it's not so bad. I don't know. Just just a thought there. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you could do the same thing with Crippling Fear. You could just name, you know, cats, and oh, it'll hit true. all of your opponent's true, vampires. True. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I don't see anything else for uh, vampires. Uh, you want to talk about Winota real quick then, as far as, like, uh, the mirror? Sure. We could talk Winota. I don't know if there'll be anything much for the mirror, just because the deck isn't, you know, known for yeah. interacting. <laughs> so it's going to be a race to the finish, exactly. I think, on that one. And that's, that's what I did when I was approaching, like, you know, uh, we have, we've had had, uh, we've had different builds of Winota before. For example, we had the Angrath's Marauders deck, which mm-hmm. version, which kind of dropped out of favor. And now we have more like the Averbrook Caretaker deck. So the Caretaker is like uh, on the front side, you get plus one, plus one counter when a creature attacks. And I think on the back side, when it flips, when it becomes knight, it gives all creatures plus one, plus one. So it... Plus two, uh, two plus one, okay. plus one counters, actually. There we go. And Hexproof. So it ends yeah. the game really quick. That is a definitely a uh, mirror breaker if you have that or if you don't have that. Because not all of them are playing that card, I believe. Um, yeah, not all of them are playing that card. Most lists I see are playing one. Mm-hmm. I have seen a list playing two. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to do a quick check and see if there's anything else that could be counted as a mirror breaker. I feel like, you know, removal is important. Mm-hmm. Stuff like the Skyclaves uh, to go in on top of your Brutal Cathars mm-hmm. could be nice out of the sideboard. Mm-hmm. Probably worth playing just because Tagna Dork puts you way ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, other that's, that's really the only card I could think of. 
Yeah, uh, I'm just going through a couple lists here to see if anyone else's ideas we don't. So I see one here with Mizia Mortars. That could be a big mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's maybe a little silly, but it's an option. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, if, if you're worried about the mirror match, that's something you can do. Otherwise, you know, draw better than your opponent. You're, you're playing the luck-based deck anyway. Yeah. Just, uh, just draw better. What are you doing? There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you could say Rending Volley, but yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. You know, it's always tough whether mm. or not you actually can bring in Rending Volley against a Winota deck because it misses so much of their deck. You know, it hits like Brutal Cathar, which I guess is an important one in the matchup, and it hits Winota. But, you know, if they end up just playing like Dorks mm-hmm. into a Seekus Chariot into Tovalar's Huntmaster, like, ooh, what are you doing? <laughs> I think there's one more deck that we forgot to talk about in the top eight that I think might be a good way to kind of like round out today's topic, and that is. Black Red Arcanist. I don't think we talked about that. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say the, the only other one I wanted to talk about would be Black Red Midrange, yeah. um, which I think has online, for the most part, replaced Arcanist. Mm-hmm. Although, like, you know, low-key, I've been seeing a lot of decks cutting uh, cutting their you know, things like Rest in Peace mm-hmm. because you know, the things that hit Ascendancy and Lotus are things like Deafening Silence mm-hmm. and you can bring that in against phoenix and feel pretty good you can't really bring that in against arcanist yeah. so you know might not be the worst time to go peak at arcanist again but as far as like the black red mid-range decks what what are you thinking there that's uh really good i do also have one more after that uh i mean calitus or calitus sorry um uh, i think is always going to be uh, a good mirror breaker if you have it or if you don't have it like if i'm guessing both builds would have it to be honest well, so Arcanist wouldn't, but yeah, Black Red mid range. I feel like that's kind of less a mirror breaker because you're always just going to be playing Kalitas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's something like, oh, I'm putting it in just for this deck or anything like that. Um, I-, I assume if you're in Black Red, you're already playing Kalitas. Maybe if you're playing one more copy than the opponent, mm-hmm. that could make a difference. Uh, I think, you know, Go Blank yeah. is a big yep. one for this matchup. Definitely. There are some important graveyard shenanigans, especially if you're talking about Arcanist. That could be important. I also think some of the targeted uh, Planeswalker removal. Mm-hmm. So I've seen things like Dreadbores or Bedevils mm-hmm. as sideboard cards as additional ways to interact with things like the Chandras and the Sorens. That can be huge in the matchup. I uh, Another card that I thought might be good like in the mirror would be Legion's End, um, which could exile like all of their Pyromancers or all of their um, uh, Arcanists or all of their... Uh, how could I say? Kroxa or something like that. It's a very powerful card. It hits their hand, it hits their graveyard, and it hits the battlefield all at the same time. Yeah. Um, if we go more... Um, can I yeah. talk about one more deck just because I think it's... You know, if we were saying there's a flash in the pan of red-white mm-hmm. happening right now, the next flash in the pan from what I am seeing, I'm going to guess it's going to be Enigmatic Incarnation. Yeah, but do we need to talk about that in today's episode about the mirror? I, I think we do. As far as the mirror breaker, uh, just want to call out you know one or two cards as far as sideboard cards. So that that you know that's a deck full of a lot of one ofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not going to go through everything in it. As far as sideboard cards, you know you really want to be able to hit their you know their big cards, the enigmatic mm-hmm. or the fires. It's also the it, the matchup's really interesting if you've ever played the mirror, which I have actually a lot, mm-hmm. um, is because most of the removal is exile. 
you want to be paying attention to that and keeping track. You're not going to be able to bring things back to the graveyard, for example. Yeah. But I think the a big one that could be good is Cavalier of Dawn. I've seen lists wanting to be cutting it. That in the Mirror Breaker would be an important place to have it. The other one that's an even bigger Mirror Breaker is, same as we just mentioned, Blood Baron of Viscopa mm-hmm. is really nasty in this specific Mirror Match. Because there are not very many ways for the opposing deck to kill it. So that's one to consider if you're expecting this deck to pop up. Mm-hmm. Run a Blood Baron in your sideboard. If you run into the mirror, you will not regret it. Hmm. Okay. You know, just watch out for Trial of Ambition, obviously. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think that kind of uh, covers every deck that I wanted to talk about. We got a, a lot of good uh, ideas here for, for breaking the mirror. And of course, you know, maybe we'll have to revisit this. You know, in uh, a couple months when new decks come out, but yeah, I think we covered mostly everything that's in the, the meta game right now. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. I'm I'm good to call it here. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and towards the end of our episode, guys. If you appreciated listening to this, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. It's the best way to follow any kind of information we're giving out. We are tweeting about events. We're tweeting out anyone who's streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're streaming, go or if you're making any kind of pioneer content, let us know, and we'll be happy to retweet it. We just love to get the community involved and up to date with what is going on in Pioneer. So at MTG Pioneer is the place to go ahead and tweet us. Um, and also, you guys can find me on uh, uh, Twitter as well at uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist. And I'm sure we're going to miss some cards like uh, Kevin was saying earlier. So please hop into that Discord. Let us know what we missed or, you know, put it in the comments of uh, this episode when we, when we tweet it out. I am very interested in finding out what other good cards are, uh, you know, good mirror breakers. All right, that's going to bring us to the end. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are the first Pioneers podcast, and we look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. And uh, so who, who won in Japan this last weekend? Uh, what was the it was, deck? Uh, well, the, the first tournament was, was won Blue-White by Control, Blue-White right? Control, but the god ended up being mono-red the next day. Ooh, all right, we're, we're going to say Control and Out, okay. because that's our, uh, our Blue-White Control okay. deck for the list. <laughs> all 